Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We're out here in Cleveland for 2022 All-Star Weekend at the BrewDog Outpost. We got a special guest for you today. Born and raised in Toledo, the pride of Toledo, Ohio. He's got two brands, Midwest Kids, and also his namesake, Daryl Brown. And he's partnered up with Adidas for a special activation All-Star Weekend. We got the legend Daryl Brown in the building. What's going on with you, man? What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me, man. Right, we appreciate amazing. you. This is amazing. So before we get into the interview, I got to ask, you came through, obviously fitted, yep. but with the kicks, bro. You got to tell me about them shoes, man. What's going on with these? So I'm wearing my second shoe with Adidas, slated to come out later on this year. Um, we're aiming for the summer. It's a campus low. Um, I went with a gum sole because I just, before I started wearing Adidas, I mean, like, really wearing them, I would always wear, like, the skater shoes. You okay. know what I mean? They always had the gum sole, so I went with the gum sole. I went with a jade stone green because my father, he worked at Chrysler for like 20, 30 years, retired, but his uniform was jade. Okay. You know I mean, um, I'm junior, um, he's senior, <laughs> so I put his name on it. I feel like it was, you know, he worked at the factory all them years to like provide for me and my little brothers and sisters. It would be like, a, it's like homage, paying back homage. Here I am years later, I got my own shoe, put it the same color as his uniform and put his name on it. You know what I mean? Yo, do you have those? Nah, I Yo, haven't. You I will haven't. have these. No, no, I can't. I got to wait till they drop. We'll have these. You got to make both, them. But I'm going to have them. Both of y'all will have these. I need 14. I got you. I got you. I got you. So you born and raised in Toledo. You were yep. a track star before making the move into fashion. Yeah. But I want to know, how did, how did the Midwest kind of impact you, your roots, your style, and everything that's going on with, with the fashion stuff? Um, I think for me, it just gave me, like, you know, Midwest is like real blue collar. You know, real, like, people that just you know, keep your head down and work hard. You know, we just kind of like get it done in the Midwest. You know, we don't really have um, access to like the glitz and the glamour and stuff like that. People age quicker here, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's really just like head down, you, you're working, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like the approach that I take in everything I do. You know, I know how to just get the job done, you know what I mean? And I use my, I remember like one time I'm like living in New York and I go to a Western Union to get and I pick up the money, whatever, and I, t I tell the guy, thank you. And then he's like, you're not from here, are you? And I, and I just kind of like, I was like, yeah, because you know, in New York, the rules, they ask you where you from. You're like, I'm from here, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yep. I'm like, I'm from here. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm like, yes, I am. He's like, I'm like, no, okay, I'm, I'm from Ohio. He was like, oh, okay, I knew it. You got all them manners. Like, <laughs> got you know all, them manners. all them manners. He was like, I haven't heard of somebody, nobody tell me like, thank you in like a month. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, you know, don't don't you don't lose those matters. So I like to think that like Midwest is kind of like built who I am. You know what I mean? Was it was it hard to break into fashion, being from you know the Midwest? Yeah, I mean I wouldn't necessarily say hard. It was just like the know-how. You know, I started as a stylist. I didn't even know what a stylist was until uh -huh. I was like 21. Yeah. Like like one of my homies, like Ted Gann Jr. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Um, they used to play football. Yeah, like we were like talking and stuff, and and I and I got relationship with other different athletes my friends that are athletes and they're like, well, you should be a stylist, you should be a model. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Like, I'm not, I'm thinking, I'm talking, I'm thinking tall, skinny white boys with blue, <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm like, I cannot be a model. You know, I didn't even realize like print modeling and all that stuff. And they're like, well, you should be a stylist. I'm like, what's a stylist? They're like, oh, you know, that's the person that like, you know, do all the wardrobe for the athletes entertainers. That blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I thought people always just had money had access to means and they just get dressed. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. So to realize that it was even a, a profession like that, you know, it was just like an eye opener. And that's when I immediately got on it. But for me, it wasn't so much of being hard. It was more so like just the know-how. You didn't, you don't even have. When I, when I was first telling people I was a stylist, they was like, when you start doing hair, bro? <laughs> you do hair? I'm like, what? You know, so 
that, I think that was more the major thing because once I got to New York, I kind of felt like, like wow, like being from the Midwest, like they have all these things at the, at you know, all their toolbox was so full. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to get to work. Like, let's go. Like, we don't got this back home. We don't got this back home. Like, I'm gonna take advantage of it. So you mentioned you're a stylist and all that. We're gonna get into all that stuff. But first and foremost, I gotta ask. You were a railroad conductor before you got into the style game. So just, just tell me, how did you get into the railroad conducting game? Like, you I mean, you got to take tests. What, what, what's the process for becoming a railroad conductor? <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm like home on college break, kind of like like second year of college, figuring out what I'm going to do. And I'm like home and I'm like staying with my dad. You know, my dad is on me like, you need to get a job. You got to get a job. You got to get a job. And one day, like my dad was like coaching my brother's like little league basketball team, like him and his friend. Um, Clarence or whatever, and like afterwards we're sitting there, you know, my, my dad do the typical, man, my son need a job, man, he got to get a job, you know, he ragging on me to his friend, and his friend like, oh, I work at the railroad, like, we about to do a hiring session, like, you should come, and my dad like, yep, he gonna be there, I'm like, alright, <laughs> so I literally show up to like, the, uh, the um, they had like the hiring session at like this hotel and like the conference room, and when I get there, it was like 100 men in there, but like, at the time, I'm like 21 years old, I probably didn't, it was like, everybody was in there like mid thirties and forties. It was like a hundred people. Mm -hmm. It was all sitting down, ready to take a test and all that. And I was like, oh, I'm at the wrong place. Like I'm about to leave. Like I'm not even about to get hired. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, let me just stay and go through the process. Cause my father, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So long story short, you know, we, we, it's a whole day of like watching videos and films. And then we take this test at the end, right? And the guy tells us the test is 15 minutes. It's like 200 questions. He yeah. said, you only get graded on the questions that you answer. Out of 200? Out of two questions, out of 200. Because everybody's like, 15 minutes, 200 questions. Oh, like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Like, all this stuff I had to learn. Like, so I was like, okay. Soon as it, soon as the time went, I skimmed through all 200 questions. And I came back. I only answered the one. I only answered, like, 11 questions. I left the rest blank. I scored, a high, like, the top three highest scores oh, in wow. the class. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, that's maybe not he something you want you the world to know. what you answer. Like, you know, you only going to, because it was like, what if we don't finish? Like, you only going to get graded on what you answer. Man, I know these answers are right. Yeah. That's all I'm answering. That's what I'm saying. I would have did, like, one. I know this for sure. Yeah, I'm literally, like yep. So I scored top, um, like, top three in that class, and I was sent to Georgia for, um, like, railroad school. Yep. Yeah, 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 and it's actually crazy where we sitting at. Like, the first few times I ever came to Cleveland, outside of being in high school for like running or something like that, was on a train. Was it? Drove a train right over here and parked it. Like literally, like wow. you see me like it's like real industrial. We're not too far from like the railroad tracks and all that stuff. Yeah, like same first time I ever been to Chicago, parked the train next to the White Sox stadium. Like, Do we have trains in Kelly? I, I believe, yeah. We got like Amtrak and all that type of joint. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Where at? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I never been on a train. <laughs> direct, yeah. yeah, I never been on a train. <laughs> That's for mediocre pockets. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can take the train to San Diego or up north a little bit. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But they got railroad out there. It's like um, BNSF and um, um, Canadian Northern. Yeah. And then on the East Coast is um, Norfolk Southern Railroad and CSX. Okay. You know, so it's like two and two. Because yep, yep. we, when we go to Chicago, that's when the West Coast trains take over the track. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, say that, that had to be kind of fun, though. It was amazing. Like you get the, yeah, you get the it's like you're like, traveling, you get I to describe watch the world. It, I'm traveling every day, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then I describe it like I'm being able to ride the alleyways of America. Mm. 
You know what I mean? You like the railroad. The railroad has been around since the beginning of you know what I'm saying, of the United States. So it's like when you ride on a train, we're all we're like two stories up on there, and you're like seeing some of the wildest stuff you've ever seen before. What's the craziest thing you've seen while you um, on the railroad conductor? For me, uh, one time I seen like a flock of deer. Okay. They were like. Like, we were coming up, and they were just, like, bouncing across the track, like, bouncing. But they are like, running from one field, coming through the woods, coming through another. But it was, like, really, yeah, it's deer, but it was, like, just seeing them, and they, it was, like, 20 of them. Uh-huh. And they were just running, flying through, like, it, that, that was, like, crazy. And then just, like, for me, like, being behind certain things that you've never seen before, like, seeing waterfalls, mountains, like, stuff that you can't go by a car. No. You know what I mean? You can only go by a railroad. Seeing, for example, ride down the expressway, and seeing like a river or going over a bridge, yeah. but then like having that same view from the railroad track, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I never was, I never yeah. seen this side of, that's why I say it's like the alleyway of America, you know what I mean? Like for example, I parked the train next to White Sox Stadium, but that's from the railroad point of view. Yeah. People walk into the stadium on the other side every day. They don't have that experience to know like it's the trains running behind it, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, let's talk about obviously your, your career now with the fashion, yeah. the styling. So tell me a little bit how you got plugged with Machine Gun Kelly and kind of really kind of made your entryway into the whole stylist game. Uh, wow. So Machine Gun Kelly actually was like my first real official client. That's like that's like my bro. Like literally, like I tell him this all the time. Like, bro, you changed my life. Like, you get what I'm saying? He'd be like, no, man, you 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 great. You was always gonna be you. And I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, true. But it's like you know, like certain people in your life that's pivotal. And you like, yo, if I if I didn't have that that springboard to you know. So um, at the time, I'm like living in Toledo, Ohio. I'm, happy, I'm working for the railroad. And then on my days off, I'm helping a friend of mine run like a streetwear boutique. It's like a store or whatever. That was on like the college campus. And we would like throw like, it's like 2009. We would throw like local concerts and stuff. Like we booked like Wiz Khalifa for like $5,000, Big Sean and Machine Gun Kelly for $150 in gas money. And through 150 to MGK and some gas money. 150 dollars to MGK for gas money. Five thousand dollars to Wiz Khalifa and like Big Sean was like the homie price. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And we threw a whole show like a concert with them. This like, everybody's like nobody signed. Yeah. yeah. No, we just like young in Ohio trying to make it. You know they Pittsburgh, Detroit. You know stuff like that. So we would throw like these um, yeah, like these local shows and stuff and that the one particular Machine Gun Kelly was on. And like, he walked up to me, I was wearing like a red hoodie, like a, a hoodie I ordered off, off like Karma Loop. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And he like, he like walked up to me and he's like, hey man, like, I really like that hoodie, man. Like, that's dope. Like, where you get it from? I was like, oh, I can get you one. Like, I'm a stylist. Mm -hmm. He was like, you a stylist? I could tell like the look was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in Toledo. Uh -huh. What are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? And, from then on, our relationship started. Like, literally, like, I, I got him that hoodie. And then the next day, he was like, man, I'm shooting a video in, like, two weeks in Cleveland. And I would literally use my railroad money, take my checks, buy, you know, buy his clothes, put them in it. It was like, I just believed, though. What is the process, like, mentally when you're, when you're styling different people? Like, are you trying to envision, like, certain styles that fits with their bone structure. It's like a little both. Like I try to, I try to just make per people look the best them, like mm -hmm. turn them up. Like you know what I mean. So, so like if I was working with you or something, 
I just like want to get your vibe, your taste, like what you even like to wear, what you even what you even into, and then I would just try to like enhance that to the to the tenth power versus changing you and making you be like, no, I need you to look like this. This yeah, is what we doing. Okay. You would be surprised people how many how many people do not like getting dressed, how many people do not like shopping, um, even some of your favorite dressed people they hate it, they don't like to do that. You know what I mean? So I try to just focus on what's going to be the easiest process and then helping somebody make look the best them. Now you're in, some, in certain situations, you got a theme or a plan where it's like, okay, we're going for this look. So you, you try to achieve that. But for the most part, I stick with who it is and I just try to turn it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Let's go to 2015 now. You're out here, you're making waves in the stylist game. Then you get a call from, from Kanye's team. It's crazy. You know, this is what, Yeezy season three show, Life yeah. of Pablo, they were going to visit party and, in Madison Square Garden. And that came from MGK. Okay. And you the MGK I mean? plug? circle moments, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, I'm, I'm living in New York and um, Machine Gun, you know, I, he's like living in Los Angeles and stuff. And his, his head stylist at the time, this um, lady by the name, this girl by the name of Morgan, she was like his head stylist, but she was also an assistant for the Yeezy team mm-hmm. on their style, on their styling or whatever. So she's like telling, you know, just normal conversation. She's like telling MGK and his team, Ashley, she's like, she's telling them how, oh, I have to go to, you know, normal conversation. We have to go to New York. It's like this huge show that Kanye is working on. We have all these people. We're going to have to go there. I'm going to have to hire a bunch of people to help us, mm-hmm. you know, boom, 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 when we, we get to New York. Do you know anybody just offhand that you can recommend ahead mm-hmm. of time? And they thought of me. So Ashley, um, MG Kenham, that reached out to me. It was like, hey, bro, you still living in New York, right? You still connect you with Morgan. So I connect him and the rest was history. You know, I like helped set up the Pablo show. Um, that was like a two-week process. And then we did a big Madison Square Garden show. Um, I went through that whole experience. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then that came and went. After that went, I went back to my normal life. That was it. And then... That, I didn't think nothing of it. I was just grateful for the opportunity to, to meet Kanye and work for the Pablo whole, you know, how big that was at the time. I was like, wow, okay, this was amazing. And then fast forward, literally, this was February and August. I literally wake up one morning. I'm sitting there using the bathroom, scrolling through my phone, and I got an email out of nowhere, and it says, is this Daryl Brown? Are you still in the fashion? And I'm looking at the email like, what type of encrypted <laughs> this? And I'm like, so I answer, I'm like, yeah. And like, they literally like tell me like, hey, we remember you from the Easy show. Like you did really well. Um, you know, we're about to, Kanye's about to go on tour. You know, we, we feel like um, we want to bring on a new wardrobe assistant, like a buffer, like somebody that can be with him every day yeah. and stuff like that on a day-to-day basis. And it was like, wow, okay. Like, and you want me to do that? Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, that was kind of like it. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. It was like, can you be at this address by 11 a.m.? We're all black. Yeah. I was like, I'll be there. You said you had to wear all black? Yeah, we're all black. And I got there, and, man, 
rest is history. It's That's been crazy. Amazing, been yeah. an amazing process. I I went like through like a two day, I call it like a like a probation period. I feel like where I went through like two or three days of just doing stuff in New York, and then it was like crickets for like two days, and out of nowhere it was like, I got hit back up. Hey, you got passport? You got a laptop? You got this? You got that? You know I do Photoshop? We going on tour? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? That's it. Happened so fast. Happened so fast. Yeah. But that's, that's literally how it is. Like you, you grind your whole life just to feel like it happened overnight. Yeah. And that's you know that's that's the crazy thing about just anything that, like you know as as athletes as athletes were taught you know, be ready, yeah, stay ready so you don't have hey. to get ready. Yeah, my mom always said me. Yeah, yeah. So you know you're you're talking about you know you did something in February and August and it's like can you be ready in three yeah. hours? You're like exactly. Yeah, I've been training. Exactly. And so it was dope. Cause it's, it show you that like somebody's always watching, watching. always watching. I would have never thought that. I'm like, what? You, like, wait, what? Somebody's always watching when you least expect it. Somebody is always watching. You know. You've seen a ton of people wearing your gear. Yeah. But you had a fellow Ohio native, LeBron James. Yeah. Rocking your hoodie. Yeah. Like New Year's Eve a few years ago. Yeah. How cool was that for you to see LeBron rocking rocking something that you designed? It was the most amazing thing ever. It was pure manifestation mm -hmm. because, okay, I have my namesake brand, Daryl Brown. It's more of a, like, it's, it's cut and sew. So I'm creating from scratch. It's a production thing. It's more of a process. So I'm going through the process of making that. And then as I'm sitting, I'm like, okay, so I got to wait three months to get samples, this, that, and the third. But I'm a, I like to, I needed something to feed my creativity. Mm -hmm. So that's where Midwest Kids came about. I'm like, Midwest Kids, I can make, like, I could drop hoodies and t-shirts every day. I can get ideas off. Like I'll use this to like get those ideas off and to like hold me over while I'm waiting for the process of this. So as I'm like wearing the like the hoodie and stuff, I instantly thought of like Bron. Like, oh Bron is gonna wear this. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling my friends, like we all we're going to the games, uh -huh. like you know, all the playoffs games, Cleveland, like that's when it was like um the championship run year. We're at all the games. I'm screaming. Brian don't know this. Brian, uh, Brian don't know that I was screaming at him. I was screaming, Brian, Brian, ah, like, you know, doing all this stuff. And then I'm like in Paris one day for fashion week and I'm sitting in this restaurant and I noticed that like only me and the only black guy in there was sitting next to each other, uh -huh. you know, but it was like real cool. You know, we was cool with each other and we, we sparked up a conversation, but we both was like being very discreet about what we do. <laughs> and what we, what we were there for, yeah. you know. And then towards the end of the conversation, I, I kind of felt like he, you know, we felt comfortable. Like, oh, we about to part ways. By the way, I'm such and such. So he he let me know that he was LeBron Stylist, uh -huh. my guy Brennan. He let me. He's like, I'm LeBron Stylist. I was like, oh, I'm Kanye West Stylist. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like a moment. So then when I fast forward, when I do the Midwest Kids thing, he hit me up like, yo, we need one, you know, for the king, you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, all right. I sent them the hoodie. Like early December, you know, you know how it is. You're looking through the phone every day. You're like, oh, he ain't about to wear it, bro. So on New Year's Eve, I wake up. My phone is like going crazy. I'm like, I look, and he wore it to his birthday party on his own. Like just got fitted, yeah. went to the birthday party. So that was even more real. It was like intimate, got, you know, Mav and Rich. That was, you know, as a kid growing up and just, you know, we were all like the same age, but they're so like, like inspiring their impact yeah. to like Midwest kids across. So that was just like, I was like, yo, like, cause he knows what he's doing. Yeah. When he get dressed and he put the hoodie on, he knows that they're going to change somebody's life. They're going to like really like big somebody up. So 
that that meant a lot to me. I was like, wow, like, and it felt like real manifestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was screaming, bro, I told y'all, told y'all, like, so yeah. And, and since then, he's like, wore hats, other different things. So that showed me that he's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we actually even did something, a collaboration with uh, Interrupted for Chicago's All-Star Week and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it, it, I, I definitely, that was like major. His support was major. That was like a dream come true. You know, sure. yep. you know, when LeBron shows love, he shows major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he does. He don't, do, he don't do no half stuff. <laughs> like, he hit one of my tweets last year, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, shit. But yeah, then, like, went back and forth, right. like, damn, you real? You a real human? Like, yeah, I didn't real, know you was on Twitter like man. that, bro. Real solid dude, man. Yeah. Yep, yep. That, was, that was amazing, for sure. So let's talk a little bit while you out here this weekend. You partnered up with Adidas for the Made Possible campaign yep. for All-Star Weekend, mm -hmm. which I think is an amazing thing as I did some research on it. So tell us a little bit about what that Made Possible campaign is all about. Okay, so coming into the release of my second shoe, I, wanted, I knew I, I, I had been telling Adidas for like two years now, All-Star Weekend Cleveland, that's going to be huge. It hasn't happened in like 20 years. Mm -hmm. I need to, we need to drop the second shoe, you know. Um, COVID happened life, everything, schedules getting pushed back, production. Yep. So they were like, it's like November, they was like, hey, Daryl, we're not going to be able to release the shoe for All-Star, but we would love to launch a campaign, you know? So it's like, okay. And we kind of like brainstorm, like, what would that be? Because I, I'm not, like, the partnerships I do, I try to, I'm just built different, so I'm going for different stuff. I'm looking at, like, what would I want to see, yeah. you know? And usually, you know, All-Star Week, a lot of companies that they attack it all the same way. Let's go get the most hottest rappers. Let's go get the most popping basketball players right now. Let's put them all in our stuff. Let's throw a party. Let's do this and do that. And, you know, put, put the product out. And for me, that comes off a little tone deaf sometimes. Like, people, real people, real Midwest people, yeah. they don't care about none of that. Like, yeah. they, they really don't care, you know. So I was like... How, how could we like do something that's like impactful versus me just feeling like I'm flexing on my city, flexing yeah, yeah, yeah. on my, oh, I'm flexing on y'all, pull up. Like, you know, I'm like, how could, how could I do something that like really resonate with people and stuff like that? And it was like, okay, let's go for the workers, mm -hmm. you know, the working class, because everything is made possible by them, you know, like the Cavs team or basketball team is like 15 to 20 players plus coaches. It's like, they're, they're like 30 deep, mm -hmm. but the arena workers, they're like, 250 to 500 workers every game. Yep. You need like 20 people just to turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then when everybody leaves, they're gonna clean up all the trash. They're gonna make it look brand new for the next day. And they're doing it every game, every hockey game, basketball mm -hmm. game, just that and the third. So I was like, they're all stars too. Mm -hmm. And then, then Adidas was like, yeah, it's made possible by them. Like the game is made possible by them. So we come up with a plan to, <laughs> pick our own all-star squad, like, yo, let's pick 15 to 20 of them mm -hmm. that, you know, if they agree, they want to be a part of it. All ages, all races, like, and use real people to be our models. Instead of me going to book these people to, to model and, you know, get 15 beautiful looking people and yeah, all this, yeah. oh, let's get real people, you know, real people that people can relate to, that they can kind of like see themselves, you know, and kind of like pay homage to the working class, let them know that we see you. you you're not just like the help. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not just like, it's a moment for you too. Like, everybody's having a moment within each moment. You know what I mean? Like, at the game, was when the LeBron hit the buzzer beater, the crowd go out. That's everybody's moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the fans. Like, you can remember, I was there that day serving the popcorn. Yep, yep. The night, the <laughs> night just happened, I cleaned up the arena. 
you know, so many different things. And behind the scenes, so many different things are happening that we never could imagine or fathom and stuff like that. So I just thought it was like a, a super cool way to, to use them. And it, it's been really, it, it, we did a shoot in Cleveland. You know what I mean? That was real uh, full production. So you got workers, they never even been on a set before. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And the shoot, went, the shoot went really well and the people have been really receiving it. That was more important for me, uh, you know what I mean? For the people to see it and feel it. So I'm, I'm excited, man, it's, 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 it's dope. Yeah, when I, was, uh, when I was playing and I was creating my shoes, you know, they, we have that traditional basketball. Yep. And I'm like, that's not, that's not it. Uh -huh. There's so many basketball players, but it's, there's more people in this world. Yeah. So all my shoes is low top. I said, everyone likes low top shoes. Yep. Everyone likes regular yep. shoes. So all my stuff was designed, right, for just everyday wear. Man, that's so funny you said that because I literally said that same exact thing to Adidas. Yeah. I said, the shoe I want, both of my shoes are low top. And I said, the shoe I want, I don't want you to feel like, oh, I got to pull these out when I got my fit on and my nice clothes. No, I want you to wear them every day. Yeah, yeah. I want you to wear them to work. Like my mom, she works at the hospital. She's wearing them to work. My dad is wearing them to work. Like my friends is wearing I want you to wear it every day. I want them to get character. I want them to get scuffed and mm -hmm. get beat up. Like I want to be a part of your life. I don't want be sitting in the box. He's the grills. Nah, put me on, man. Yeah. Like wear me. Like show. Look, so when I want people to see me, you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't want to make product that intimidate people, make mm -hmm. people feel like you got to be of a certain status or of a certain. I want people to be like, nah, that's. that's I want when they see my brands or see me, they know like, nah, he got us. He gonna he gonna yeah. deliver something real, and it's gonna resonate, and it's gonna be a good product too. Cause, you know, we. We've been cool. We've been had some money. Yeah. At this point in my life, it's not about that. You know, mm -hmm. it's about like really trying to. Uh, I'm trying to live forever. Even even though we gonna leave in the flesh, mm -hmm. but the work, the impact that you make while you're alive, you kind of live forever. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that that's, that, so that's what, make, what makes me happy with the whole process is because I think I was one of the first ones with Adidas that was trying to get them to branch off. Yeah. So my second shoe, um, you know, I got. You know, I got uh, Spalding. I got Spalding with me. I'm on the cover of 2K. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the Xbox. I yep. So I yep. said, you know what? I want to do a round table. So I said, all you guys are invested in me, right? I said, my second shoe, we need to all collab. Exactly. We need to all have a piece of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I want everyone go home, mm -hmm. come up with a concept. That's what dope. your shoe look like. Right. I want you. So Spalding did one. Uh, Slam Magazine did Fire. one. Um, Xbox did a colorway. Um, Underground did a colorway. Fire. It was a Chinese company. Um, three, three zeros. Yeah. Yep. They did a company. Yep. Like so, I had twenty different colorways. So That's I was the first dope. one to understand what collabing was like. Exactly. Like. It ain't about basketball. It's about just life. Just exactly. trying to introduce and everyone all together. for the same goal. You know what I mean? I, I was trying to sign. This is before. I was trying to sign Little Wayne. Wow. Get yeah, Little Wayne. Not, the Carter. Like so far. You it was. I was so far. It, it was the Carter threes. Mm -hmm. Right. It was gonna yep. be the Carter. It was yeah. gonna be. I heard um, a lollipop. Okay. I heard yeah. lollipop, and I was like, Oh nah. Little. I need Little Wayne. Yeah. So I was like, I, He's crossing over. I said, right. He's crossing yeah. over. Adidas was like, eh, you know, eh, rappers, rappers, can't, time was. rappers can't sell 
shoes, and I'm like, look at this. Today. It's and crazy. then he blows up, and they're like, ah, we missed it. It's crazy. Like, I was, yeah. I was All trying right. to tell. It's like you know, sometimes they don't understand. Yeah. You know, sometimes you know yeah. people don't understand. So when you're so creative mm-hmm. and you're so f- fast forward, it's kind of hard to to follow that yeah, vision. No, no, definitely. You, you know, so you're, slow down you're sitting there just like beating on the door, me. like, like trust me, just yeah. trust me, trust yep. me, trust yep. me. Yep. No, definitely. So that's why I was asking: was it hard to break in because you know your 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 vision is so. Yeah. You know, it's so fast. For me, I think with Adidas, they more so was like, wow. Like, you get what I mean? Like, this is what you want to do. Because, you know, they, they work with so many different creatives mm-hmm. and athletes. So for me to come and be like, I want to do like this, and I want to move like this, they can do this. My concepts and what I'm trying to do, they can do this all day with their eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are just shocked in a way I felt like. Like, it was like a little taken back, like, oh. This is what you want to do? Like, wow, like this this is really cool and amazing. Like, wow, we didn't even think about this. Like, this is this is dope. Like, we'll we'll support you fully on this. Like, let, like let's go. You know what I mean? I feel like you know, they're so used to like <laughs> you be seeing some of these campaigns, man. Like they're they're used to like they, you know, people asking for the moon and the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours are simple, yeah. Yeah, mine was like simple plan, but we're gonna the end goal is still the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like that was more of a thing, like a learning process for them. Like, oh, like, this is Daryl Brown. I mm-hmm. see what type of vibe he's on. Like, bet, let's go. Yeah. See, that's like, it's, it's good that they've realized. See, so you can see I'm Adidas up too. Yeah, all day. So you can yeah. see, it's like kind of cool that they've, they've understood how the world moves. Because I understood early that, you know, like, like the rap community yep. pushes yeah. fashion. Yeah, no, oh, exactly. behind, behind the rappers is stylists. Exactly. So the stylists are styling them, and that's pushing. Yep. So yep. let me try to understand these visions to yep. understand mm-hmm. the NBA vision. So to see them, like, really And if you forward. think about it now, basketball players are the new fashion models. Yep. Going into the game looks like a runway. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, you'll be watching Paris Fashion Week and see the Dior show. And give it three days. Just get, let them stylists get time to get back from Paris. And then next thing you know, your favorite basketball player coming through the tunnel, <laughs> dripping, got it all on, full. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like the freshest sport. Basketball is the freshest sport to me. It was so funny. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the dress code, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the dress code, the concept of being dressed right. didn't... Like, we, we had our over baggy everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, But what you see now wouldn't happen if there was no dress code. Because for the most part, half of us didn't even get dressed. Yeah. We come to the gym so early, we're not wearing, like, right. I came in shorts and sandals. Yeah, half, Because I'm, I'm coming in, on. no one's seeing me. I'm yep. leaving, no one's seeing me. So what the hell am I getting dressed for? You got for? the hoodie on. Yes, yeah, so like, you ball. So once like, they put that dress code in, it's like, oh, I got to get dressed. Where are my clothes? Right. Like, right? Then it's yeah, like, bring okay. a whole other element to the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, this is what we're doing. And then now, now you start saying like, oh, hey, he's, oh, he's looking, oh, he's trying to outdo me on the TNT. Yeah. Right? Literally. So now I see him with <laughs> something, I'm like, yo, It's hey. like an actual thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, now you're competing. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Like, fashion in NBA is real. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, like, them runway shows, like, that, that tunnel run, that, like, that you tunnel have walk? some, no disrespect to them, I'm not going to say no names, but you have some players that are, their fashion game is bigger than their game on the court. I, didn't, I mean, I can think of a few. Guys. I can think of all of them. No, I'm just playing. You know what I'm <laughs> but that's true. But, but you got you to gotta understand that. They might not even play. But yes. 
But we know who they are because they come in with the fits on. But, like, and that's, you know and that's the thing of how that dress code changed lives. Because yeah. it's like, you only looked at basketball players as basketball players. Yeah, you did. Right? So you did. That, that camera... They're like walking billboards now. That camera only... Like, it'd be just like this. All right, LeBron James, Kevin Love, <laughs> Kyrie. And then everybody was walking. They just turned the camera off. And don't care about nothing real. Yeah. But now, because of the fashion, those guys yeah. now get to be like, oh, no, I'm geared up. So yeah. now it's fit time. Yeah. Right now it's fit time. Fit picks. That might be your only <laughs> chance What's to so funny is, and think about, and I think about shoes. Like, you see some players where they're NBA, they, they got the NBA shoes in their hand. Carrying them. They're carrying them because they want the camera to see yeah. this because they ain't playing they, the game. Right. <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the fans yeah. to see it, so they're that, holding it's it. It's funny you brought that up because that's how I knew it was real because no one ever does that. They're not walking in the gym with the shoes on and the shoes in. That's like... Because our shoes is already in the arena. You know what I mean? Our like, shoes is already yeah. in the arena because before the game, you know, yeah. we go to practice a little bit. So our whatever we're gonna wear is already, already there. there. So that's an extra move. Yeah. So they just bring they just bringing it because that's that's how you're knowing them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They're trying to figure out. Okay, I, I can't get Adidas deals or Nike yeah. deals, but I can go get, you know, yeah. Calvin Klein. This, this right, this, right, right. You know, so it's trying to figure out how to market themselves. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's, all in it's, all, I respect it. Yeah. I think it's dope. It's definitely dope for the game and just the visibility, and it's dope for a player. Like, get your money, bro. Yeah, get it, get it. Like, yeah. you know, you, you got to build a life outside of the basketball too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like that, that's dope. Hey, man, y'all, y'all, y'all changing the game, man, for real. Like, man, thank you, man. Because like, I still, I still. You know what I'm saying? Chill deal, man. man. Y'all wasn't, wasn't really around like that, so I don't really know how to dress dress <laughs> like that, bro. Hey, right, well, you, you got the stylist right here. And Daryl, man, we appreciate you pulling up I and have a great All-Star weekend. It was great learning about you and your story, man, everything you're doing for the community. I'm Thank you. I want to say I really appreciate y'all having me. Like, I done did some really amazing things, but at the end of the day, I'm still a fan of all this. Like, you get what I'm saying? I, I, I know who I am. I'm comfortable with my skin. I'm very appreciative of where I'm at, but at the same time, I'm still a fan of all this. So to be able to sit here with y'all and talk and to have my family here with me and stuff like that, this, this is amazing. It's like a real dream come true. I really appreciate this moment. Next up, you, Pharrell, and Beyonce. Do a little collab. You feel me? That'll be different, bro. You feel me? Yeah. Come on, man. It, anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. The power of manifestation, you know? So y'all already here first. We appreciate y'all. This has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We'll be back with more very soon.